It's another day in the life of Petroma therapy. Today, we're giving out most valuable subscriber awards. The awards are going to Michael in Albuquerque, Manuel in Germany, Teshwan in Newark, and Amos and Austin here in Dallas. Yay. How are you today? We're talking about the Harlequin. <laughs> I refuse to answer. I don't know how to find a better answer to the question, how are you today, except for I refuse to answer. But then again, I'm fine. And thank you very much for the introduction. That's the hardest part of the conversation, because you have to start with something. Just uh, not everyday occurrence. If that well, you know, the Harlequin is, uh, well, first of all, I think that would be a cool alias for someone to have the name Harley Quinn. She's a woman. No, she's not a woman. I mean, queen means woman. Q-U-I-N, like the mighty Quinn. It's a song. Okay, yeah, okay your Harley Quinn is a woman. Just pause it. Just hold it. Hold it. Uh, I mean, you, you mean the queen doesn't necessarily mean a woman? Harlequin is spelled H-A-R-L-I-Q-U-I-N. So if someone's name is Harley, it'd be like Charlie. And Quinn, oh, okay. Harley Quinn, like Joe Blow or, I you did know, not know that. I George not know Washington. That. But That's Quinn why I told you that my pronouns today is she. I feel like Harley Quinn, but then Harley Quinn is not a woman, then I'm still him. No, no, no. You can also be a woman today. <laughs> you can be a woman today uh -huh. if you feel like okay. No, you, you were mentioning that you are familiar with the comic comic book series. Yeah. And yeah. can you tell us a little bit about that? I'm, I'm, uh, I used to collect comic books and sell them, but I'm not doing that anymore. Well, do you remember that awful picture that scared you? A nun with a gun? So, uh, rebellious. What was that? The nun with the gun. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, what was what's with the bell? Well, I'm just moving it over so I can get my water. Don't don't panic. Oh, okay, I, I thought you just decided to finish it all of a sudden. And I, I <laughs> no, no, no. I just moved the bell over to get some water. Okay, it's my it's instinct okay. from the school years, you know, when you hear a ring, you're just like a Pavlov's dog. You drop everything <laughs> and get away from school as far away as yeah. possible. Yes, yeah, so well, tell us about this here. comic book series. Yeah, comic book. No, I'm not really familiar with the comic book, but I've seen uh, The Nun with the Gun I sent you. The rebellious spirit of uh, someone's... Um, I don't know, beautiful in his uh, awfulness. And I've seen the pictures of this woman, Harley Quinn. I, I mean, I've seen the movie. Uh, I don't even remember its name. Uh, I, I, it might have a negative connotation, but the woman in it was a borderline evil. But today okay, I feel so exactly like that. that. I feel like I am borderline evil. Or, yes, you are. And Let's I just slow be... down. Okay, we just have I'm, to slow down. To... So. So, so what I like um, is for you just to briefly tell us about the movie, even if we don't exactly know the title or the date. So, what's what's the basic idea in the movie? Uh, in the movie, right? I guess that was uh, about Batman. 
Yeah. Ba- Batman and, and does that make any sense? Because that was quite Batman. A while ago, yes, we know ago. about we know about Batman. He's a he's a superhero, and I was also thinking about you know, if any of our subscribers have a favorite superhero, they could uh, write it in a comment below. Uh, some people have chosen not to subscribe or to unsubscribe, and we're okay with that. I mean, we're not who, about numbers. Who have chosen to unsubscribe? I don't know anyone. Yeah, because you're not in charge of the subscriptions. I am. Right. Yeah, I, I see. No. no, I mean, there's several people that got mad about something and they decided to protest patroma therapy and unsubscribe. So we would have like 79. That doesn't make any sense. Like, patroma therapy cannot be protested. Sorry, yeah, go it on. can be. So, like, we had 79 subscribers and I checked it one day, it was 77. Then I checked it, it was 76. So I just you check subscribe it. You keep the count. It's okay, like when I was younger, I've met with a woman. I kept count. I mean, I um, I had a friend who was when he was younger. He kept count of dates he could get, and that was like that was far below seventy nine, of course. But I remember that friend like it was me, and I remember yes. uh, the count. Uh, I guess uh, he scored 30, maybe, and then someone told him, oh, you're such a loser, you keep, uh, you know, kept um, counting. Uh, but but that, uh, was, that was Was that 30 times with the same them. woman or just 30 different women? Uh, I refuse to answer. I, I'm not comfortable with these questions. Cause, cause, okay. But, but, but okay. Go, let's go back to Harley Quinn's subject. Yeah, yeah. If, okay, if, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I think the woman, to... that was with the same woman. That's why. Yeah, okay, I guess. We have to go but, but maybe slower. not. We have to go slower. We have to go more slowly because, mm. you know, the idea of a superhero is um, someone that has powers that, that you wish you had. And I, I just listened to a podcast on um, This American Life. I mean, Patroma Therapy has, has a podcast also on Spotify. You can also go there and look. But I was listening to an episode on uh, This American Life, and Ira Glass, who is the narrator, was talking about the concept of superheroes. And he asked different people, would you rather be invisible or would you rather have the superpower to be able to fly? So let's pretend that we're in therapy. Which would you choose? Would you rather be invisible or would you rather have the power to fly? Can I have a little bit of both? Yeah, what would you do with that? Both? If I could fly and be invisible? Are you kidding me? You could go to Albuquerque, right? You could go to Newark. You could come to Boston. You could you could go and spy on people when they're undressing. You could yeah. You could remember do all that thing? Uh, nah, I mean, remember that phone? I could fly you to the moon and back. Remember that? A phone. 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 Song. Can can you sing the song? Oh, a song. Could, oh yeah, yeah, Frank Sinatra. So, uh, yeah, I could, fly me to the I can fly you. I can. I could. I don't remember. Yeah, that's what I would do. Being invisible. I mean, no. Did you like notice those, I uh, was sing? Did you notice I was singing? You always want me to sing. Absolutely, fly but I just didn't want to. 
great. I mean, I didn't want to scare you because I always asked you to and you always refused. And this was the first time you've done that voluntarily. Of course, our conversation is consensual. I mean, the whole podcast <laughs> is consensual. But let's go back to Harley Quinn. I've seen this movie and I thought, who would play Harley Quinn in a movie? And I thought, I would. Ah. Does that make any sense? Yes. I, I think the movie's been made then and you missed the casting call. Uh, I know. Also, I'm not a woman, but uh, I, I couldn't, I, I don't know, Joker is not appealing to me personally. For well, not you know, the, the Harlequin, as I think we're going to use one cover shot, it shows a man in a mask and he's carrying a stick and he's wearing kind of a t like tights and he has these little slippers on. So to me, yes. when I look at the cover shot, if we, if we use that one, uh, the stick... I'm a little worried about what he's going to do with the stick. I think he's going to like whoop up on people, but I like his little slippers. He reminds me a little bit of, of Hermes, the uh, messenger god who like flies around and delivers messages. And also his slippers remind me of Steva, a character in the novel by Toy Tolstoy, Anna Karenina. He has these slippers next to his bed and he, you know, is thinking about why things are not going well with his wife, but the um, idea of Steve having Harley Quinn's sleepers, um, um, I I am speechless. Well, somehow, somehow I kind of I kind of missed that. You you did say that it, that it was a little bit a little bit strange, but you know we are in patrol therapy, and we encourage our our subscribers to make comments or <clears throat> ask questions. The uh, Harlequin as a character is also related to the jester, J-E-S-T-E-R. In a playing cards, you know, there's the king, there's the queen, the mm -hmm. king of cards, yes. queen of spades. The jester mm -hmm. quite often appears as the wise fool, and he's quite often blind or blindfolded. And he's going to give the king some advice because kings mm. rule kingdoms. Mm. Interesting. Isn't that and, what know, therapists also, say? Well, that's what I just said. Uh, <laughs> me too. No, I'm just, I'm just kind of doing a free association. I was just thinking about, you know, he, we talked about doing this episode of McHarlequin, and I started thinking about Harlequin paintings by Picasso. I also thought about the jester as the wise fool. And also, uh, there's a Greek play, Tragedy, by Sophocles, and in it, well, the, the play is called Oedipus Rex, so it's, it's, you know, Oedipus the King, and there is a soothsayer, S-O-O-T-H, soothsayer, or a truthsayer, named Tiresias, who tries to warn Oedipus about something that happens, and in the play, uh, Oedipus Rex, the ancient Greek tragedy, Tiresias is blind. Hmm. I was so excited when I remembered Tiresias. But do you remember how it all started? Because I asked you, a while ago you asked me actually, but today was my turn. I, I told you, if today was a mental health day, who would you be? I mean, what animal would you want to be? And you said so-and-so, and I said, I want to be Anguru. Uh, sorry, no, no, no. I said I was gonna. I, I, I wanna be. Uh, I would. I feel like be Harley Quinn. Who did you say you wanna be? Do you remember? Well, I, I was like, I, this is just kind of like 
free association, which sometimes happens, you know, with therapists talking to clients. I was saying that uh, I, I found it's summertime and it's hot and I'm trying to find stuff to, to wear. And I found this pair of shorts that fits. And I was like super excited. And I kept thinking like, it's great. You know, I've been going to the gym. I've been driving my car around. That's another kind of exercise, driving my car. But I was thinking I would like to be an animal that had really great thighs. So I was thinking maybe a kangaroo. But but I didn't yes. like the little small hands of the kangaroo. I need I need long bigger hands. Maybe I don't. Can, I'm gonna be a kangaroo, and you're gonna be a harlequin. Yes, today because tomorrow you wanna be a lion, for instance, a lioness. I, I would like to be a joker. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But speaking <laughs> about kangaroo and all this association, symbolism. What I say, symbolism, yes. and also robots. Robots? Because we are, yeah, because we are, we are, uh, I mean, our conversation is so, uh, like, ahead of our time. It's time, yeah, and, uh, sorry, well, what was your question again? The question is, where the heck are we in this discussion? Let's go back to the Harlequin. So the Harlequin, you could be Harley Quinn. Uh, Harley is also a, a motorcycle, Harley Davidson. Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? Maybe once in a lifetime when I like, was really young. And I remember the police and um, then this um, accident uh, and uh, and that's it. I don't remember. Since then, I've never ever ridden a, a motorcycle. But, but, uh, but when, you say, when you say you went with the police, does that mean you were arrested or you just tried a guy's motorcycle out? Or you can prefer not to answer. Can I refuse to answer, please? Because yes, I think that's the I, best I had a friend to... who knew, who would know how to answer, but, but he's not with me currently. Yes, that's And he also may be imaginary friend. Do you? I mean, probably don't. Oh, imaginary friends? Well, you know, the, another name for an imaginary friend <clears throat> is doppelganger. And uh -huh. then all that's German. That's like a double. And, and then also there's the idea of a guardian angel, an invisible being that accompanies you different places. So we have done an episode on angels and, uh, you know, I don't know, I, I sometimes... Tell, tell me like, about your, I mean, uh, if um, tell me about your imaginary friend if you ever had one. Because when I was a kid, I... Sorry, go on. Well, you're my imaginary friend. <laughs> You're my imaginary friend, because sometimes I tell people, oh, you know, I have this channel, it's called Patroma Therapy, and we, we talk about art and music and nothing and travel, and would, would you like to subscribe? And then someone would say, you're not talking about that imaginary guy, are you? I go, well, I mean, he's not imaginary, he's real. Was, well, if he's real, where is he? I go, well, he's in Patroma Therapy. And they, they'll say, why is he in therapy? And then they just switch the topic are, are, are you saying that imaginary friends really a thing no i'm saying sometimes like i will be like peace and carrots yeah yeah i'm saying that like here in dallas i could be walking around or talking to some people and some people would say well what are you up to and i'll say well i have this youtube channel and and i might click it on for a little bit they'll say well who is that talking i go well that's that's my friend they go well where is he I said, well, he's not here right now. <laughs> and then they think maybe I've just made it all up. But 
No, no, no. But, but I've know, just thought. I, I've, you know what? Sorry to interrupt, but there is. I told you about that. Alexa, her name, right? The artificial intelligence. Uh, I know Amazon sells them. And imagine that that's the same thing as me. I mean, you never see it, but you can always talk to Alexa, just like with well, me. There's a lot of um, a lot of interesting uh, takes on on that. There's a I don't know. There's like a Saturday Night Live episode where this couple has ordered this imaginary character that arrives in a box, a huge box. I forget what the name of the episode is, but. Uh, the character just smiles and, and dances and does funny things. And, and there's, he seems to be surreal. And the husband is kind of jealous that the wife is really interested in this guy in a box who has arrived. Someone has sent them this, this programmable man. So it's kind of, kind of the idea of like a, a robot guy. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think there's some people that have, you know, the GPS that talks to you and then there's Siri. So, I suppose for a while we've had these voices around us who, I mean, I was up in Portland and that house was wired, wired for the end of the world. There were like cameras in every room and there were like, you just talk and the lights come on. You you say, you clap your hands and like the stove starts or you touch a button and somebody says, like there was a really beautiful coffee maker and I was going to make coffee, you know, for for the family. And I just went up to the coffee maker and it's it it said, good morning. I jumped because there was no one with me in the kitchen. I was just standing there in my robe and my slippers and I almost had a heart attack because I wasn't aware that the coffee maker was going to talk to me because my coffee maker doesn't talk to me. Does, does yours? Well, I um. I use the jazz one. I don't have any coffee maker. Coffee maker. Jazz bay, yeah. Jazz bay, yes. I, because it, because that that's the reason I switched from coffee machine to jazz bay because it 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 wouldn't talk. I know. I a lot of people, uh, well, several people have told me. Well, especially David Anton. Whenever I have a sore throat and can't talk, he goes, "Great." So, like, maybe we'll go. Eat, eat together. We'll go do something. I said, I can't really talk that much. My throat is hurting. They go, great. I don't know. It seems that like men, seems that men don't really like women that talk so much. Is is that a general truth? No, I don't like generalizations, honestly. But you know what? Maybe it's just me. But do you remember that uh, movie? I, I guess I mentioned that before, The Fifth Sense. And there was a guy in it. And he... He could sixth see dead people. Six or maybe fifth. six, right? Right, maybe it was six. Yeah, and he said, "I can see dead people," and I thought, "What if my imaginary friends actually dead people?" But then again, the guy was dead. He thought that he was alive. What if I am dead and my imaginary friends are alive? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah, it's a conundrum. <laughs> I... Well, you know, I, I really feel that that we, we need to try to stay alive so that in the year 2024, we can have the Patroma Therapy Meetup in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
and we're going to have Patroma therapy baseball caps, uh, bats. Uh, we're going to have Patroma therapy koozies. Do you know what a koozie is? K O O Z I E? Uh, no. It's kind of a um, plastic wraparound that you stick a beer in. It's like keeps a beer cold. You put you stick it in your in the koozie. It's a little you hold it in your hand like you're sitting outside and it's real hot. So we're gonna have Patroma therapy koozies and and Michael said that you know he he has this amazing Italian restaurant. He said that he's going to give us three free pizzas for anybody that shows up. So I'm trying to get my friend David Anton to do a trip to Albuquerque, which is not far from the Grand Canyons. So you can, you know, you can see the Grand Canyons. You can go to Michael's restaurant. Perhaps Ralphie boy will come down from Washington state. I'm not sure if Lydia can fly in. Uh, Tony Carnes, we're, we're going to get him a ticket. So, you know, it, it can be, be really amazing and I, I think that you know as a harlequin you know you're a bit of a trickster you know you, you know what you... i like what i like most of italian food homemade homemade pasta homemade pasta oh wow i love it delicious too. you ever tried that actually um i i got my daughter a pasta making machine when she was starting college and so she came home for christmas her birthday's right before christmas and she opened it up and it took like forever to make these dang noodles but the thing is we should have eaten before we started the pasta making because it took quite a long time but but it was um it was a very noodle-tastic experience how about you? Have you had homemade noodles? I guess that, that I tried once. Mm -hmm. When I was in London, there was this Italian restaurant, maybe bakery, not restaurant exactly. They sold everything Italian uh, mm. from, yeah, and I, I bought them. And then I had to cook them myself, of course, but that was delicious from bread to I don't know, cheese, I guess. Everything was imported from Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a really uh, I great tried to learn Italian at the time, and I even I think I achieved decent level of understanding. But uh, then I, you know, you should practice probably, and uh, I don't know, just maybe next life. Well, you know that that I I am an Italian teacher. You are. Yes. So I'm going to ask you to just follow along. So Italian is all about the lips. So. If you like <laughs> lips, like on your mouth. Oh, okay, I just remember that sugar lips. Okay, sorry. Go on. You're going to just repeat after me. Now, if you know no. Spanish, you, you know the word mucho. Mucho means a lot. So mucho here's gusto. the first word. Molto. Mm -hmm. Can you just repeat that word? Molto. Molto. Now the next word is P. Like I have to go P. P. I mean, we can always pause. Can you just say uh, that? Can... can you say that word P? No. P. Uh, um, and then the last two the words. Word? Mm -hmm. Just a minute. Molto P. And then there's two more. A uh, cherry. A uh, 
cherry, like molto piacere, the two words. Molto piacere, molto piacere, two words, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to teach you Italian. No, you can say the whole word, I mean, at once, because uh, if you break it to syllables, it kind of takes me long to think. Well, but the, the thing is, like, some people that don't know Italian, they don't know where to start. And I just oh. say that Italian is about the lips and the hands. So you yes. just say, molto piacere. And then molto you... piacere. It's also about music, because you have to use intonation in your words. Yes. It's very important. You don't even have to spell every word correctly, but you have to use the melody, right? Molto piacere. That's, that's true. Good, or am I good? No, that's great. Once there was this Italian bishop that came to a church that I went to in Houston, and, you know, he gave, you know, he spoke English, but he gave, I guess it was confirmation. I don't know what, what this Italian bishop was doing. Oh, yeah, well, we had a... Monsignor uh, Risotto was, there were a whole bunch of Italians in, I call them the Catholic Mafia, a whole bunch of Italians in Houston, and they were associated with this church, St. Cecilia's. And there was, for some reason, a bishop who was here from, I don't know, someplace in Calabria or someplace in, in Italy. And I thought that it would be very nice to speak to him in his own language. So, you know, th these guys were all standing near the door in a big foyer area as people were leaving. And I just walked up to the fellow and I said, Molto piacere, mille, mille, grazie. And he thought I spoke Italian. Hmm. Why? He didn't, I mean, he couldn't pick up your accent that you're American? Or, or were you that good? Or why did he thought, think that you were Italian? No, I'm saying I spoke to him in his own language. Molto piacere, mille, mille, grazie. Oh. I'm <laughs> Italian. Yeah, it all sounds funny when you say that. I mean, can you do that accent again? Molto piacere, mille, mille, <laughs> grazie. And that makes me laugh. I know. Funny. I'm not to be, I mean, um, if you excuse me, can I ask you again what that means? Molto piacere. Molto piacere means so happy to meet you. Uh -huh. And then mille, mille, grazie is, oh, a million times, thank you. And then you yes. put your hand out and kind of pat the guy's hand because I'm sort of thanking him for visiting our parish and giving a great sermon. So I don't even have to say that. I just have to, like, use my hands and, like, throw out a few words. Mille, mille, grazie. <laughs> I actually knew personally one, two Italian women in my life. Really? The one was named Mara. Yes. Is that Italian name, Mara? It is now. <laughs> yeah, you, you use the word um, Mada in our poem, a novel. Uh, and I always like, it scares me. I don't know, for no apparent reason again, subconscious reflex probably. Mada, Mada. I don't know what it is. Well, you know, in know. our story, Drop drop and Roll, which is a, several previous episodes, uh, there there are these two characters talking, and one, the, the man is in some sort of cell or holding tank or something. Then there's a woman that comes up and looks in the door and you know, makes some notes. And then the story goes on about, well, how did he get into the cell? And like, is it a, is it a prison? Is it a psychiatric hospital? So Drop and Roll... 
you know, drop means you drop to the floor and then roll. But but um, as they have their conversation, the the male character says something, but I don't know this person from Adam. And the mm. word A-D-A-M spelled backwards is Mada. Mm-hmm. I see. So I got I got the name for the the male character when he's talking about you know what happened to him, how he got there, what's wrong with the woman, who's crazy, who's not crazy. I just took the name Adam, which is every man, A D A M, Adam, and flipped it. And I thought, well, that'd be a really great name for the guy, Mada. But tell tell me about another uh, Italian lady that you knew. There's Mara. I don't remember the second one. I mean, the name. I remember her, but I don't remember what was her name. Isn't that a coincidence? Well, I bet... <laughs> I bet... Um, I, I bet that... I can't even ask you any more questions about that. I actually met this <laughs> met this Italian person. I'm good friends with some musicians here, uh, Ryan Berg, Nick Snyder, uh, some of the musicians here in, in Dallas. And I was at this one little music place and I walked off to the back patio where some people were smoking cigarettes and kind of chit-chatting. And Ryan Berg says to me, Oh my God, it's Pat in the hat because I, I like wear a Stetson. Or I have a lot of different hats. And then there's a bunch of people standing there and I see this amazing guy. This guy is like so good looking. I'm just staring at this guy. And um, uh, Ryan goes, now Pat, Maro is married, so do not flirt with him. So this means there's a guy standing like four inches away from me. His name is Maro, M-A- He's he's from Amalfi Coast. So immediately, what do I say to Maro? What's my go-to line? No, no, no. Mo I'm just, I knew Italian. I mean, the name, the man, I just remembered. Sorry to just pause it a little bit. I actually knew, I mean, real Italian. His name was Mauro. Really? Was he mm -hmm. from the Amalfi Coast? I don't know. I don't know, but he was a great cook. When I stayed, I was exchange student in 2000, in, yeah, 2000, maybe early. Where were, where were you exchanging? You were living in where? In Boston. Ah. And there was this guy from Italy. Oh, there was a few people from Japan. So anyway, what was your line tomorrow? No, so I turned to, so Ryan Berg has told me, uh, I want to introduce you to someone. He's married. Don't flirt with him. So I look, I look at him, I go, Molto piacere, and I give him the cutest smile. <laughs> <laughs> and then Maro says, I go, you know, I put my hand to my, like my neck or something. I go, do you know, I am actually Italian. I, I have Biascioli and Maltini in my family. And then what did Maro say? What? Can I buy you a beer? <laughs> He could say, I refuse to answer. Uh, no, he can't refuse. <laughs> this is an offer he can't, he can't refuse. And, you know, it was really, really so sad. It was so sad. Poor Maru. You know, you, I, I kind of have the worst and the best luck with guys. Guess where Maru's no wife was? No middle ground. Right? No middle ground. 
take just take no prisoners. Morrow's wife was trapped back on the Amalfi Coast because it's the pandemic. Oh, I decided to call it pen pandemici. I started calling you it pandemici. You need you need Jesus. I I I say. <laughs> Hey, do yes. you said you did a few minutes ago? You said you read the word backwards and made it mad out of Adam. And I thought, you know, there are words which you can read either way, forward and backward. They still read the same. Like wow. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, the word Sorry God backwards the is, doctor. is dog. The dog is here. The dog is here. I'm up. Um, you know, the doctor's um, here. It's time for my pills. Yeah, I I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs>